Logan and Rebel use an embarrassing amount of F-bombs. Listener discretion is advised. Gets to be a pain. Falls out of the buns. Yep, you get it. So, oh, hey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Looking Glass Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Pyatt. I'm Rebel. Hey, Reb. Hey, we were just talking about a sandwich, by the way. We were talking about uh, getting a fried chicken sandwich and if you should get tomatoes on it or not. I said no, because then the sandwich gets slippy. But tomato goes great on a sandwich. It's one of those things you have to have it on there in your mind, but you're right. You get those on there, and that usually is the catalyst for extreme slippage. Yeah. I Sometimes I'll just, like, get the tomato on the side and take a bite of it every now and then, because yeah, I do, do love that. tomatoes. Yeah, I'll do that. I had a uh, a spicy fried shrimp BLT from the Palms the other night. Okay. Let me tell you something, bud. I've seen you eat that before. It's not the first time you the had BLT? it. The BLT? Yeah. Huh. The shrimp one? Yeah. I thought I've had the wrap. I didn't think I'd ever had the BLT. Big old Texas toast. Sandwich is a- Maybe Eric got it. Probably. Thanks or no, for, I took the boy there, and he got it once. Thanks for confusing me with Eric. That's fun. Uh, saw your boy again yesterday. When, when two become one. Tonight is the night. <clears throat> yeah. Saw your boy yesterday. Did you? I was yeah, I was trying to talk to your brother on the phone, and he came up and was trying to mouth off. I'm like, I'm on the phone. Would you leave me alone to send the grocery store? I was trying to cause uh-huh. a scene. And then he was on the phone, and I started yelling at him from across the store. Asking if he was talking on the phone. I had just got done yelling at him from across the county. Oh, you on the phone. Maybe you were on the phone with him. Uh, not at the store. I was telling him to get his ass to the store. Oh, did you give him a chewing? Well, he wanted to go in yesterday morning, right, to pump the iron. Yeah. Whatever. I'm trying to explain to him. On a Sunday, sure, because you have nothing better to do. Well, he can drive. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but I'm trying to explain to him taking days off is a good thing, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't grasp it. I'm like, Google it. Oh, it says here one to three days off. Yeah, rest day is a good thing. Yeah, otherwise you're working against yourself, but he didn't quite grasp it. If he just spent a whole day stretching, that would probably be fine. Why don't you talk to him? Anyway, He's and not so listen to me. I said, yeah, you can go in. This is like, uh, I don't know, he left around nine in the morning. I'm like, while you're in there, go by the grocery store and you're done. Bring me out uh, some uh, self-rising flour so I can make some biscuits. And bring me some eggs. I was doing a biscuit and gravy spread, but mm-hmm. I like to make the own my own biscuits, you know. Well, sure. Duh. Uh, drop biscuits. I don't do drop biscuits. I mean, I have, but these are a sour cream biscuit. Whoa, it's hard to explain. <laughs> um. Anyway, I call him like eleven thirty. Like, uh, what are you doing, dude? It's almost past biscuit time. I can hear he's with friends. Well, I'm just getting ready to go back to my pickup and. Then I run to the store, and he had to run by his grandma's to do something I asked him to do, and she asked him to do. 
I'm like, dude, it's eleven thirty. I'm starting lunch here. What's I need I need your supplies. Oh. Well I didn't know. I'm like it just oh man, it just instantly made me upset. Like mad mad? Well, I mean, I'm like, what did you think? I told you to get the stuff so you could bring it back so I could uh, cook lunch. You're 15 minutes away, or 20, wherever, whenever I called him. You haven't done the two things you know you have to do before you can come back out here. You're not in your own vehicle, and you're with friends. Turns out they went to coffee after he lifted weights. What is wrong with high school kids now? So you, I end up making my you own. You better be riding around drinking. <laughs> coffee? You're grounded. Well, this is Sunday morning. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, whatever, do your own thing. I'll figure it out. I end up making my own self-rising flour out of the all-purpose flour I had and went about my day. But You were pissed? I was pissed. I Come don't... on, boy. Yeah, I get it. And, hey, in his defense, he was with a pretty girl. So I think he was trying to be Joe Cool. So he's probably just taking his time. And Joe Cool needs to get his ass to store and get, get dad's flour and eggs. Kind of put you on the back burner at the time. So, I mean, <laughs> no, trust me, I get it. Uh, but it doesn't mean as a parent, you don't, he's like, well, you didn't give me a hard time. I'm like, fair enough. No, I well, didn't. now I'm giving you a hard time. Get yeah. your ass now you're here. Getting a hard time. Just okay. goes to show you, if you have kids, especially once they're, uh, teenage and even when they start to drive, just give them a specific time to be home. Don't leave anything up to their brains. They haven't fully developed yet. We'll blame it on that, but also they just don't want to be home. So they're going to squeak each minute out they can. So yeah. he didn't realize he had the ingredients I needed to make the lunch. <laughs> he was just going to roll in and eat at noon. Yeah, he just needs to learn. It's better just to apologize and say, sorry, Dad, it won't happen again. Get the shit and get home. Yeah. Anyway, we got through it. Well, at least that's you, what he's doing at the store. At least you worked that out. Well, then, the poor guy, he just got his ass chewed, and then he comes in, and I'm just... <laughs> just can't de- win just degrading him I'm like get out of my way i'm on the phone <laughs> you're so good of course i think he realizes it's satire whenever i'm doing it i would assume i don't know i would assume he realized he need to be home with the ingredients so i could cook lunch it's kids being kids man i guess uh but back to the condiment thing right yeah we haven't talked brought up condiments but my advice is always when you get a sandwich like you're talking about or yeah. not con- condiments and um uh, I shouldn't even have said condiments. The extras. Skadoos. The skadoos on a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, always just have them run it through the garden. Take off what you want or don't want to put it on the side? Yeah, but it's priced in. You know what I mean? Well, that's a good point. I mean, unless you actually don't like something, but I like all the veggies. Like, if you have an aversion to lettuce, there's no need getting it. Uh, but otherwise, you're just letting them win. Even if you're going to take the tomato and put it off the side, like you said, you can still eat that tomato. I'm actually surprised that you'll even eat vegetables from an establishment. How do you know they've washed that lettuce thoroughly? Well, at that point, when you're in an establishment, you're just, you're just throwing caution to the wind. You know damn well the cook's had his hand in his ass. You're not afraid of a coli? While he's putting your sandwich together. He's no. got an itch that won't stop itching in his ass. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of which... That reminds me, that Manscaped stuff that Zach gave me. Yeah. The, the one that smells bad, but you're supposed to apply to your stinkiest part. Oh, Brondo? Yeah. Um, really, there's only one way to put that on there, right? I mean, you got to... With da- your hand? Yeah, you got to damn near push your button to put this stuff on. It's it's uh, emasculating. Oh, you got right up in... 
Well, I didn't like. I don't know if you need to put it on your butt hole. I thought that's what you're supposed to do. I think it's more for like the groin area. See, I put uh, the. I put, don't want greasy butt cheeks. I put the cologne on my groin area. Yeah, but that other stuff, the Brondo, because we don't want to, you know, put down any brands that we that the scent may not be appealing to us. To me, it smelled like dirty butt. Yeah. Well, we can't talk it down or talk about it bad too much because I'd really like to get Manscaped as a sponsor. Well, the stuff you're talking about isn't Manscaped. Oh, it's not? No. The black bottle you took home was Manscaped. Oh. White bottle you took home is a separate company that, to me, smelled a bit like dirty butt. It's very uh, a thick cream, and I put some on my finger. I'm like, well, here we go, I guess. Yeah, that's not. I don't think it's meant to go on your butthole. Oh, well, that's where it went. Awkward. Yeah, you're telling me. It was me doing it to me. <laughs> you just tell your wife, I don't know, we might get a little more of this. It doesn't smell good, <laughs> but it's a pretty good time. So we'll get more. I get through a full bottle of that in like three days. My- you constantly just smell like reeking ass. <laughs> but I slide. Oh, there's no baby. friction. No. Not at all. I bet you could pick up two MPH in your sprint speed just by having butt cheeks that'll slide past each other. Well, it's a friction thing. We ought to sell that tip to uh, professional track athletes. I mean, Summer Olympics is coming up this summer, which I couldn't be more excited about. Um, we need to throw together a greasy product real quick and get to marketing it to uh, marketing it to professional as I'm putting Olympic on, athletes. As I'm putting on chapstick. Did you know they found a footprint? In Australia. chap. Yeah, I don't mind that. And it's a stick. Yeah. It'll be bigger than that, of course. But well, you just I think uh, all buttholes are the same size. Because then you don't have to put on a glove or stick your raw finger on your butthole. Why would it need to be bigger than this? Because that's, you're, I mean, if you're sitting there trying to smear inside your butt crack, <laughs> that's not, you're going to go through tubes like that so fast. Well, you're just getting on the hole, though. I'm thinking more like glue stick size, a little bigger, so it holds more is what I mean. Is your butthole bigger than your mouth? No, no. The stuff I'm... <laughs> Show me with your hands how big your butthole is. <laughs> uh, College is a wild time, huh, bud? No, the product I'm going to develop isn't going on the butthole. I don't think that's going to help Olympic athletes. I just don't. You're talking one of those Elmer's glue sticks just go down the crack. Yeah, to reduce the friction. How much friction is your butthole getting? Well, hopefully not much. <laughs> well, then why do you keep applying things to it? Well, because it was the stink stopper stuff that I put on. I was, so that's why I did that. Is that but, a just-in-case thing? Like people who take taser or mace out with them, you go ahead and lube up your butthole just in case? I, uh, when, <laughs> <laughs> I make Hallie carry around a bottle of mace in the, the stroller whenever she pushes Stella. So she takes her mace and you go ahead and put the grease on your butthole. You never know what will happen to us out here. <laughs> Don't want any of us getting injured. Well, hey, a pretty lady and a little blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl. I mean, a van could pull up. Terrible things could happen. So, we might as well just have a little can of mace. At least slow them down. Yeah, I'd rather she carry a handgun, but... You and me both. But mace is... Uh, yeah, there's no hating on that. Carry something. Of course, I'd feel bad for the poor son of a bitch that stopped and tried to abduct Hallie. Got some fight in her. It's gonna. The van's going to be speeding off him going, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Let go of me, lady. <laughs> And Allie's going to pull up in the van and be like, where'd you get this piece of shit? There's a guy in the back. <laughs> like, oh, no. He it messed up. It actually happened, didn't it? Uh, but Olympic sprinters and stuff, they found a uh, a 20,000-year-old footprint in uh, Australia 
they said that he was running at the speed of an Olympic sprinter today, doing it barefoot. Fast. Yeah, that's fast. I don't understand how. How they knew? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. You're not a scientist. I mean, was it etched in stone next to it that he was going such and such speed? I don't think they so. They probably didn't have miles per hour 20,000 years ago. I don't know, man. How do they take a rock and can tell you it's, you know, 80,000 years old? What do you think their unit of measuring speed was 20,000 years ago? I don't know. Carbon dating, though, for sure. That's what's going on. I mean, well. Carbon dating can't tell how fast you were going. Oh, how did how did they tell like 20,000 years ago? Well, it's probably... How fast they were going. How did... Someone runs by you. You're 20,000 years ago, right? Yeah. And you're in Australia, and this guy runs by barefoot. Uh, aye. You're like, aye, you. You're going 22 balingas. Fast as a freighter, aren't you? Uh, what's the unit of speed when you tell your buddy how fast he was going? Zoomies. 22 zoomies. 22 zoomies. 22 zoomies. Well, I suppose it could be as accurate as anything. Well, you never know. I don't think they had kilometers per hour or miles per hour back then. No. Well, it would have been kilometers down there. Wouldn't it all been Aborigines anyways? That was before it was even a, a like a prison island. Oh, now why do you think they're so fast? Because they had to run from predators. Like who? Lions. I don't know. There's probably, not a, lot of, there's probably not a lot of There might have been back then. Mongoose. Mongoose are quick. I don't know what their top end's like, though. I think cobras can move pretty fast. Certainly not 20-something miles an hour. Giant spiders. Australia's terrifying. Yeah, dude. Everything down there can kill you. You, Once you get to the middle of it, it's like it's a a danger zone. I don't know why people want to live there. Like, there's people down there that actually deal with that every day. I'm not talking in your cities and stuff. People that live in the bush country, right? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, the coasts are beautiful. And they're proud people. Hell, yeah. And they don't mind just going out and fighting for their lives every day against nature that's trying to kill them. Yeah, they just know if they get nipped by, like, this little spider. They're like, oh, what color was it? Red. Okay, well, been nice knowing you, mate. And then that's it. It's like, yeah, I'll go ahead and die here. Hell, that if they lean up against the wrong tree. (laughs) Dead. Pretty wild, huh? You didn't touch that vine, did you? Exactly. We'd be lost down there. We uh, we should not go. You and I would just stand in place the whole time? Yeah. Asking for another beer. We'd probably just stay on the coast if I had to guess. Probably wouldn't get inland much. Australian beer's not that good, though, right? Haven't had much of it. Had Foster's. Not great. Let's just go ahead and call it what it is. I mean, beer pretty much outside the United States just isn't that good. Like, Jason Kelsey was slamming labatt blue last night i saw that his suite was sponsored by it of course that's what they drink in buffalo damn near canada but you ever had a labatt blue uh yeah and i don't remember but probably not good though it would have been when i'd already had lots of other beers and we'd get in some funky beers back in the day yeah couldn't uh, i mean i can't give it an honest critique if that's what you're asking for go the i'm sure it tasted like beer just go to the liquor store and just get funky beers <laughs> usually when it got to that point of the evening you weren't exactly didn't matter what it tastes like. This is kind of like the night that you stayed up all night drinking. You guys drink yourselves out. Were you drinking? We're on li- the wrong side for all those stories. My drinking goodness. Listerine and stuff. No, <laughs> absolutely not. That's be weird. Speaking of the wrong side, how long have we been over here? You want to give these guys some music? We should do her. Okay, and uh, for all you freeloaders, you should know if you're a fan of the show, uh, we are going to be making a phone call at the end of this. 
have a big, big guest coming on, a guy that we've talked to a few times, but one that you all love. So you may want to subscribe so you can see who it is and listen to what he has to say. Yeah. Teasers. That is just the right thing to do. Teasers. If you're over the age of 18 or 18 or over. Yeah. Come there's no re- reason. And you got a little money in your pocket. Yeah. There's no reason not to come over. Some of that holiday side. money that Mamma and That's right. Grampy got you. You know, it fell, it fell out of the card and you pretend to read the card. You know how good. <laughs> we know how gifts go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, you want to go first? Uh, absolutely. This week on Red Dirt Recommendations. Thank you for that lovely tune. That funky music will drive us till the dawn. Let's go. Let's boogaloo till we puke. I saw this one on some reel or something. Uh, well, that was a great song. So we're going to do Gareth singing Stick Season. And I love her mom, but it's the season of the sticks. And I saw your mom, she forgot that I existed. And it's half my fault, but I just like to play the victim. I'll drink alcohol till my friends come home for Christmas. And I'll dream each night of some version of you that I might not have. But I did not lose now your tired tracks and one pair of shoes. And I'll it was a real good song. Red played it before the show. Great flow to it. I uh, I shazammed it and downloaded it. Great flow to it. It's but, stick season out that way. Well, like I told you, I'm not usually a big fan of people with just one name. But well, I'm sure he has more than it. that. But uh, that's his. That's what he chose for his uh, stage presence. Like Hardy. But usually it's more. I bet Gareth is his first name. Usually though. it's more poppy. Maybe he's got a crappy last name. At that point, wouldn't it be better just to go with your first name when, instead of Gareth Bottom Popper? When Hal's drug me to that <laughs> Gareth Bottom Popper. I mean, is that going to be what you're going to go to try and drum up business? Well, it's like, ladies and gentlemen, Gareth Bottom Popper. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just his mom out there clapping. Yeah, so you just go with Gareth, right? Okay, well, we're like, from a long line of bottom poppers. What's the problem here? <laughs> All right, this week for my red dirt recommendation, this is one that was uh, showed to me recently. Older song, been doing that, but showed to me recently by our good friend, friend of the show, Big Shoots, aka Dirty, aka Smith Shady. Uh, this is the Highwaymen, aka Bourbon Burn. Highwaymen with Silver Stallion. Jim, he can trust me like a brother One day we'll saddle up and ride And we're gonna ride We're gonna ride Riding like a one-eyed jack of diamonds Highwaymen. We're gonna ride. We were listening to that when we were shoving that snow the other day. First boy band. Super group. I don't know you want to call them that. I think Waylon Jennings bust your nose. Super group would be fine. I don't know if they'd want to be called a boy band. Well, by definition, it was a band of all boys. Yeah, well. First super group. You can die on that hill. I'm not going to call them that. Was there a super group before that? Hmm. 
I mean, not established number one artists getting together. And yeah, no, anger. not like that. This is before the damn Yankees. There's certainly super groups before then, but they didn't know that they were super group at the time. Pre-damn Yankees. Like the Beatles. They were all individually popular, but at the time they didn't know they were a super group. They weren't established number one artists. They were just a band. <laughs> yeah. That all thought they were number one artists. Overrated one. <sighs> Buddy, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's call it what it is. Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Beatles fan. I know you're not. Uh, and to wrap up Red Dirt recommendations, coming off the Patreon wire, Payne said in something, or sent in something. He wanted to hear Roy Caudill. Keith's on the radio. I'm no stranger to the rain. It can't hide all my pain. Every word he wrote, every song, every note, I felt it in my soul. Keith's on the That had a real nice old-timey country sound to it, as you can tell. What do you think his prediction is? Pain. Think he says that a lot? Uh, he should. They, hopefully his friends call him Clubber. He would have to. That's what we're going to call him. And ask him what his prediction for the fight is. Did you know that Mr. T got a uh, disease called T-cell lymphoma? And he said, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know his quote. He's like, oh, Mr. T and T-cell lymphoma. Wild. Eat my cereal. I think that's exactly what he said. Wouldn't I go cereal? He was a self-promoter. Good, good. All right, guys. Well, we're going to get to the other side where we can be a little more uh, free with our words, loose with our lips, have a good time, cover some news, cover some world topics, and just do a little bullshit. Good news is your ride doesn't have to stop here. It All doesn't? You have to, well, then what do you mean? All you have to do is on that Patreon app after you're on Looking Glass Podcast, you just got to give them a little information. Pick a tier, any tier. And... You all right? Yeah. And then uh, then you're along for the ride that everyone's been talking about. But they're not talking to you about it because it's kind of like a secret club. We only talk amongst ourselves about it. Like Fight Club. Almost exactly like Fight Club without the fighting. There's some fighting. A little bit of fighting. Anyway, hope you join us. Bye. Love you, bye. There's a port on a western bay And it serves a hundred ships a day Lonely sailors pass the time away Talk about their homes And there's a girl In this harbor town And she works Laying whiskey down They say brandy Fetch another round She serves them whiskey and wine The sailors say brandy You're a fine girl a braided chain made of finest silver from the north of Spain a locket 
Say, Brandy, you're a f- 